Have you heard of Anchor? It's free and it's so easy. If I can figure it out, pretty much anyone can. Create your own podcast from your phone or any device and they will distribute it across Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms on your behalf without you having to do a thing. You can also make money without any minimum listenership or any required audience. Anchor is super easy to use, and all you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. Start your own podcast today. You're listening to Your Highness Podcast with Diana and Morgan. I'm Diana. I'm Morgan. So we have a lot of exciting things to talk about today. Um, how about we start with last week's event uh, that the CWA held with uh, Morgan Nuches. You want to take it from here? <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks, Diana. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, so last Thursday night at Halo Cannabis Extractions in Soto, we gathered together over 70 women who were uh, all interested in learning the topic of terpenes. So we invited bud tenders, all the female bud tenders from all over Washington to come together and uh, talk to a panel of experts from some of some of Washington's greatest growers like Washington Bud Company and Trailblazing Productions. We had um, Terpenes in Testing Magazine and Kara. Uh, she was amazing. It was just a really, really wonderful panel that we put together. And I think everybody came away from the event learning something new about terpenes and the profiles that uh, are just really what cannabis is about, you know, the smells and how our bodies react to them. Mm -hmm. So that was an awesome event. And after that one, we're going to start our next event will be Tuesday, November 14th. We're doing a gift show. So can you imagine all these cannabis women getting together with their products, either in the legal 502 stores, or maybe they're just artsy and crafty and they've got some cannabis inspired stuff for people to buy. That's awesome. So more information about that can be on our website. So yeah, we look forward to serving more women in our communities for sure. Yeah. On the cannabis women's Alliance site, right? <laughs> That's right. Cannabis women's Alliance.com. <laughs> yeah. Well, that sounds really exciting. And I wish I could be there. Um, just like I wish I could be at the MJ Business Con, or am I pronouncing this right? The Marijuana Business Conference. Um, in, yeah, the MJ BizCon. MJ BizCon for short. It's in Vegas. And we won't be there physically, but we'll be there in spirit. And our. The podcast, our, our friend, Leah D'Ambrosio, who is the COO of Sconed Edibles and Bake Smart, is going to be our voice, um, uh, present some on-the-ground information for us, and she's going to give us a little bit of feedback about what's going on at the women's luncheon, so that's exciting. Um, I love Leah. She is so full of energy and she really does want to help women and promote women. Right. And so we thank her for her contributions to the Women's Alliance and also to the Your Highness and all yeah. the work that she's doing and her products. I mean, they're amazing. So yes. right on. Her toffees are delicious and she's offering one of our listeners $25 worth of 
her sconed toffees. Um, if you share this episode with the hashtag Your Highness Podcast, you will be registered to win the $25 giveaway. Um, and they are really good. I have tasted them. And I'm not saying that because she's paying us to say that. Though <laughs> so we are not going to uh, reject that if anyone wants to do that, you know, in the future sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we absolutely. I think we should recruit sponsors and absolutely we're here to serve the community and if women have products that they want to promote, we'd be happy to take on your story. So, where do you want them to go? Um, what do you mean? <laughs> do you want me do you want them to send you an info or and send you where do you want to send them? Um, send Oh, right. <laughs> If you have any, <laughs> I'm like, where am I sending people? Yes. If you have any questions about being interviewed as a possible guest for future episodes, because we always are looking for awesome guests, or if you would like to inquire about sponsorship opportunities, you can email us at your highness podcast at gmail.com. So yeah, there, that was right on. Right took on. me a minute there. That's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> me too, girl. Me too. It's an early morning here. It's right. Monday. <laughs> right, so starting in the news, we have some, some interesting news items today. Oh, I love it. Okay, so recently a, in Florida, a couple received 65 pounds of weed with their order. And that's Amazon Prime, which I subscribe to, and I can't ever remember receiving free weed know, with right? my order. <laughs> Wait, is it, if, it, if it's Prime, does that mean they don't have to pay for any of the shipping either? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so these Amazon customers in Florida were surprised to find 65 pounds of pot inside four storage totes that they had ordered. The 27-gallon totes should have been empty, but instead they contained 65 pounds of weed, and the entire package weighed more than 90 pounds. Of course, they called the police. I, I don't know why, but they did. And they came and launched an investigation, and they, they still can't figure out where it came from other than an Amazon facility in Massachusetts, and it was delivered by UPS. So, very interesting. I've heard the story before. I felt, heard somebody had bought a piece of furniture, like an end stool, and inside the end stool was more and more weed. Like, was somebody supposed to come in and buy the furniture from the store that contained all the weed? I don't know, but it sounds like people are getting pretty desperate on where to store and stash and, and transport their cannabis. Yeah, but I mean, why do they call the cops? <laughs> like, retirement fund. <laughs> right? Or medicine for the rest of your life? Seriously. Oh. Ugh. Who calls it? I don't know. Anyway. So, um, LA is doing some, some good work here. Um, according to the cannabis, now that marijuana is on the brink of legalization in California, Los Angeles leaders want to make sure that disadvantaged people can cash in. Um, L.A. has been crafting regulations to permit a wide range of cannabis businesses as the state prepares to legalize the sale of recreational cannabis. Under a proposal drafted by outside consultants and released this week, the city would provide extra help to some people seeking to run cannabis businesses in an attempt to address the uneven effects of the drug war. Now, under the proposed social equity program, the city would provide different levels of assistance to four categories of eligible applicants, with the maximum assistance going to poor people convicted of marijuana crimes. 
However, the city could still deny marijuana license to people convicted of violent or serious crimes as outlined in the state law. But this program sounds pretty amazing because it, it could mean that people who are um, in disadvantaged positions will get help applying for city licenses, training employees, finding vacant city properties, um, affordable housing. They'll be able to get rent for free or at reduced rates. And the city is also trying to help people expunge old convictions for past cannabis crimes. So, yay! That's yeah. fantastic. I can't, I can't imagine have been in the community in cannabis and then being pushed out, and then, but now to have people rise up and help other people, brothers and sisters, get the help that they need, you know, in all these different areas, but especially people's lives have been ruined by this war saying that you get a felony conviction for cannabis. It makes it doubly hard to find work. And uh, if they can expunge those records, more power to them. We support them all the way. Yes. And they're also giving cannabis businesses that are run by the wealthier applicants. They could get uh, rebates for helping disadvantaged entrepreneurs by providing them floor space, mentoring them or providing other assistance so I'm really happy about this because I think this is the right way to go about legitimizing this business, um, uh, this industry that's already caused, you know, not the legalized version of it, but <laughs> the war on drugs has already caused so much problems, so many problems for so many people, and especially. It's so true. And we found huge inequities in Washington State where so many of our growers were pushed out of the industry and we got all of these business people in it. But there was no conjoined effort or working together. And I love that this will bridge some of those gaps by mentoring people and uh, reaching across all, you know, all playing fields. Right. I mean, right I'm on. hoping that this really goes the way that they want it to. So, All right. Next up. Oh, well, I have some bad news. Uh, here in Washington State, we have uh, changed our seed to sale system starting Wednesday. Is that November 1st? Uh, Biotech THC is now out and MJ Freeway is in, but there are massive problems. And depending on who you talk to, there's a couple different solutions, but I personally am going for the one that the Cannabis Alliance has suggested to its members. And that would be to, you know, get involved with these third-party carriers that can actually help you. Um, one of our favorites is Weed Tracker. And, um, if you want more information about some solutions to help all of the participants in the 502 system, I would recommend going to the cannabisalliance.us and checking out uh, under their news events the uh, the solutions to work around. We're not going to have a system in place until at least January 1st, so it's going to get ugly. Going to get really ugly, but maybe together we can all figure out the solutions and stay as calm as we can. So good times. Um, it is. They have to go back to, you know, using spreadsheets and, you know, counting their weed in a different way. I <laughs> know. Oh, it's just gross. It's like you can't, you can't. And it's harvest time. It's the worst time of all to do it, too. So good luck to everybody out there. Your thoughts are, uh, are our thoughts are with you. Definitely. I hope that everyone can make it through this. Um, in some lighter news, cannabis users have sex more frequently than their absent peers, the study said. <laughs> yeah. 
The Stanford study, the first one to examine the relationship between cannabis use and the frequency of sexual intercourse at the population level in the United States, published Friday in the journal Sexual Medicine, are unambiguous. Frequent cannabis use does not impair sexual motivation or performance, says the study's senior author, Michael Eisenberg, in today's study hyping press release. If anything, it's associated with increased coital frequency. And in the survey subjects included 24.5% of men and 14.5% of women reported to having used cannabis, with researchers finding a connection between frequency of cannabis use and frequency of intercourse. Um, This person is quoted as saying, women denying marijuana use in the past year, for example, had sex on average 6.0 times during the previous four weeks whereas that number was 7.1 for daily pot users. Among men, the corresponding figure was 5.6 for non-users and 6.9 for daily users. And we kind of touched on this a little bit in our last episode with um, the amazing Ashley Manta, because she spoke about how cannabis can really help release some of past trauma or physical issues that somebody might have that can get in the way of a you know, a healthy sex life, an enjoyable sex life. And I'm totally, I totally buy this is what I'm saying. <laughs> I believe it. I'm totally all about this is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, you know, it's true. I think that people who enjoy cannabis are probably a little bit more relaxed and happier in general about right. life. And um, I think that just open, you know, leads to open communication and, and friendlier uh, access to one another, maybe. I don't know. I feel more loving after after cannabis. I don't know right. if it always makes me like super horny. Right. But well, I mean, there's um, topicals and there's a lot of uh, a lot of things out there now. You know, uh, there's lubricants oh, yeah. that are infused. I mean, that's. I think. I think just from a purely physical standpoint, it it can really help people um, break down some barriers to enjoy mm-hmm. themselves better. You know. And, and we learned at the terpene event that, um, like, the skunkier, you know, woody, earthy terpenes will put you to sleep, so you may not want that one first. Right. But maybe you want to start out uh, with some citrus uh, terpenes. That increases your alertness and would strongly enhance the visuals. And um, and lavender and nutty terpenes would relax you without completely knocking you out. So look for those terpenes <laughs> before your next date. Yeah. And, um Maybe you'll get lucky. (laughs) (laughs) We hope so. Totally. All right. So, what's up here? Do you have something else? Oh, so I just wanted to throw this last one out here because this one just came off the wires, and it's pretty disheartening. In eastern Washington, we have um, uh, some farms that are shutting down because they have uh, not been kept their promises that the cannabis would be scheduled as agriculture. Here in Washington State, we have a number of outdoor farms, especially in eastern Washington. Chelan County specifically is what we're talking about. Uh, They've all come in and said, you smell of your cannabis. So we're going to impose a whole bunch of new restrictions upon you in hopes that you fail, in hopes that we will drive you out of business. Now, mind you, these people are family 
farmers. They have been in business. They have sunk all of their life savings into this new crop that is the crop that could do so much for our earth. And here they are telling them that it stinks. And it, it just, it's, one woman actually claims that the smell of cannabis makes her sick and she's oh, allergic to it and it affects her skin. I know, I know. And I just, my heart aches for these poor people who have done nothing but jump through every single hoop that's been required of them, mm-hmm. who have invested time, energy, and their life savings into these businesses. And, and for some it. people, in the, they did. And these are the Eastern Washington Republicans who say they don't really care, but they don't, they're short-sighted. They don't understand the whole the whole idea of what cannabis is. Or and, maybe they um, do, but they have financial reasons for saying otherwise, you know? That's what I think. Right? That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, I it, I agree. It's it's heartbreaking. And so um, our love goes out to those uh, farmers that could be severely impacted by this. And um, uh, the Cannabis Women's Alliance stands behind them. And I know for sure that this is one of the points that the Cannabis Alliance is seeking to change in our legislature. So there's more opportunities to get involved with that as well. And you can find all of that on the website. So right on sister. Yeah. I mean, and I know that there are, <clears throat> sorry, I know there are people in the industry that are trying to raise funds for these farmers. So be on the lookout for that if you can find anything that will help them in any kind of way. So Speaking of people, you know, big government <laughs> and big <laughs> companies trying to uh, keep cannabis out of reach for us, uh, we're going into our blunt talk topic, which is yeah. a couple of news items, really, um, because they've been in the news a lot lately. In Arizona, um, there is a company called Insist Therapeutics, and they gave half a million dollars to the anti-legalization campaign in Arizona. And according to the Washington Post, it was the largest single contribution to an anti-cannabis campaign in American history. Now, coincidentally, this pharmaceutical company um, are the makers of OxyContin and Vicodin and a fentanyl-based spray. Boo. But even more coincidentally, they're working on a synthetic version of THC, uh, which they are trying to place on Schedule 2. And so, (laughs) recently, the um, founder was arrested for bribing, this was just last week on Thursday, he was found for, um, charged for bribing doctors to prescribe their fentanyl-based medicine. Unbelievable. This guy. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, this is pretty messed up. It's like they, this, this company, which is one of the biggest um, pharmaceutical companies out there, they're trying to keep people from having access to their cannabis medicine while at the same time creating their own version of it that they will prescribe to people, which is a story as old as time, you know, but this is just ridiculous. I mean, it's, and then the thing is, is that they're still, this, this company's still worth like billions of dollars. And even though all this is going on, they're still making so much money. It probably won't oh, yeah. affect them that much. 
Right. This is a incest therapeutics is listed as Forbes as having a net worth of $2.4 billion. John Kapoor, a 74 years old, is he's got to pay. He's got to pay. He knew this was happening. And the fact that he's let so many people die under his watch and by paying off these doctors to push it is absolutely criminal. And I can't wait to see the guy just go down. I, I, I don't understand how people can live with themselves after after the opiate crisis that we have. And then, you know, get me started on fucking Trump and what he's going to do for our addicts. You know, saying that he's helping, but he's not. What's he going to do? In our state, he's going to drop some of the relaxations on people being able to get that help. Addicts need help. Right. And uh, when, you know, we've got everybody, it seems to me that this company, along with our government, is conspiring against addicts and not realizing that cannabis can actually help these people. Well, even just from, you know, a chronic illness or pain position, you know, or someone with chronic pain, I mean, this is not this, this one isn't the same company, but it's parallel. I've been given um, a hormone therapy drug that because of my endometriosis a long time ago, and I've done a lot of research over the years and found many, many, many people have had their lives destroyed because of this um, I don't want to say medicine because it's it's not medicine, and Mm-mm. and uh, this this company that makes this product has you know there's been many class action lawsuits that have never gone all the way because either someone was paid off or the company found a way out of it, and and meanwhile they just they they've proven that many doctors have received huge kickbacks to prescribe this medication to people that don't need it at all. There's no legitimate reason for them to take to have it and this um it's called lupron that's the brand name but anyway it's it's caused broken teeth it's caused deaths it's caused people to like have bone loss severe um autoimmune diseases i mean lifelong situations not temporary side effects which makes me so angry because it's like cannabis even if you're just taking cbd right there's so many benefits to uh to that that would have helped me at the time in innumerable ways but now my life has been you know completely changed because of this drug and to have any doctor go on paper and actually say that it's 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 next to impossible i mean i've had doctors tell me oh yeah this is because of this but they won't put it on your file you know, they won't step up and say, oh, yeah, you should not have been given that. And that's the biggest problem with these class action suits. They don't they don't go all the way because they can't get a doctor to testify and say, yes, this was wrong. And it's because they're getting these mm-hmm. kickbacks. And I know not all doctors. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> it's kind of hard when you're, you know, a chronic illness patient and or, you know, if you have any kind of serious condition and you you have no idea where to start and you're supposed you trust these people because that's what you think you're supposed to do. And they give you poison. And it's like with all of this evidence that's out there showing that cannabis and CBD oil and all of that is so beneficial. It's like at this point, you're you're not you're you're being willfully ignorant, or you're being paid to think a certain way because it's just it's ridiculous. I mean, really. And with this mm-hmm. this case in particular, I think it really makes that point because it's like this company was giving out fen- fentanyl based this fentanyl spray to people who didn't need it at all and 
and they died of overdose. It's it's like yep. it's only supposed to be for cancer patients. And I can't even tell you how many times I heard that, you know, over the years going to doctors. We can't give this to you because it's only for cancer patients or we're only supposed to give this to cancer patients. And it's like, what is that? What kind of response is that? You know, it's like you, you don't have any other alternatives for me. No, you're just going to give me this really awful um addictive drug yeah. so that you can keep coming back for more. And then you're and going die. to shame me when I come back and ask for more of it because I'm managing my pain. You know, I mean, I can't tell you how many times that's happened as well. It's like, I'll give you this, but you know, it's, a, it's habit forming and you know, we can't do it for too long. And so then several visits later, you come back and the doctor's making you feel like you're drug seeking and they shame you into feeling like you should have alternate alternatives, but they don't provide you anything else. No other options. Nope. So, yeah. yep. and they won't recommend cannabis either. That's just, no. it's a shame. It's and, a crime. It really is. And, and I hope that thing, I look forward to the day when we get to bring these guys down. Yeah. And, and it's really screwed up Arizona's whole uh, cannabis industry right now because they were, they were poised apparently to uh, legalize and, and start, you know, this whole process and now because of this company it's not going to happen you know so it's ridiculous that's what i'm fucking bullshit bullshit yeah we don't need I, I mean seriously it's just like i i understand that that some people that their only option is is the pharmaceuticals i mean i'm in, in a position myself right now where it's not accessible to have cannabis i mean i use cbd oil but the problem is though they know that and that's why they continue to thrive it's like they're going to keep these areas inaccessible you know for for patients that really need a better alternative and so then what what happens they go to the black market and then that goes down a whole slippery slope as well because then that's when you become you know that's when you have the charges because it's not all about you know just trying to sell it sometimes you just get caught with possession obviously i mean i know that's kind of like an obvious statement but people don't think about that so much is that the patients that really need relief they've got to find it somewhere so it's just ridiculous and then that's just going to feed more money into the privatized prison system i mean it's all just a huge racket <laughs> it I know sure is. and who's getting who's getting rich yeah the rich keep getting richer and this is not what we need in this industry and unfortunately i think it's going to be the biggest threat to us and um i don't know how well we're going to be able to fight it because this uh synthetic substance is already making ways you know it's making its way into the healthcare industry so i don't know I'm hoping that there's some some other options, but it doesn't look good. Yeah, so uh, we'll stay tuned. We'll keep on top of it, and we'll just keep shouting it out and calling it out as we see it. Yeah, hopefully that works some on some level. But <laughs> I'm being mm -hmm. I'm being too uh, skeptical today. I know, but it's it's a hot button <laughs> issue for me. So <laughs> for sure. All right. Well. I think I've gone off enough. Do you have anything to add? <laughs> uh, I think uh, we think we severely covered it all. Yes, we definitely did. So if you are listening still, 
Thank you very much. <laughs> and we appreciate it. Until next time, stay high and beautiful. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Our first guest today is Eliza Maroney, a San Francisco native and co-founder of Lucky Box Club. Maroney is a passionate activist in the cannabis community and industry. After studying at St. Mary's College in California and later deciding to pursue a music career by traveling domestically and internationally, Eliza chose to dedicate her life to all things cannabis. Her passion for holistic medicine was ignited when she personally experienced its benefits after years of suffering from anxiety and depression. Eliza's vision for the industry has driven her to start a company that has embraced the ideals of community interaction and cross-promotion. Lucky Box Club is meant to be a platform for smaller brands and companies. Eliza is based in North California, but can be found all over the state and country as she continues to make meaningful connections with like-minded individuals and educate new patients about the benefits of cannabis. For bookings and inquiries, email info at luckyboxclub.com. So Eliza, what inspired the creation of Lucky Box Club and what is it? Uh, Lucky Box Club is a cannabis subscription service currently serving Northern California um, patients. Mm -hmm. And we, um, we wanted to give potential cannabis users a safe, easy, and discreet way to discover products that could enhance their lives. Um, so my partner and I have been in the industry for years, mm -hmm. and we also received many reservations from our families about cannabis and its use and application to their everyday life. And after launching, many of them have tried our products and have benefited. So uh, our goal is to spread really amazing medicine, but we also are a platform and brand for other farmers. Our entire goal is to um, help make small brands big and big brands cool, if you will. That's really cool. How are the products chosen for subscription boxes? As the products are submitted for review, um, <laughs> it's pretty fun. Mm -hmm. My team takes the time to put those products to the test. So we are all cannabis users to some degree, whether it's edibles, topicals, tinctures, flowers, extracts as well. Mm -hmm. So we're all advocates and believe in the power of the medicine and choose our featured products based on um, four main things. Uh, the first thing is packaging. The second thing would be design. Um, third is quality via lab testing. Mm -hmm. And the fourth is the user experience. So how it makes us feel or how it affected us. Um, so we, we, we do put it to the test, but we also take very detailed notes. And mm -hmm. once in a while, we even do uh, video reviews and uh, kind of let our users have an inside look into what that product looks like or how it's meant to be used or applied to their life. What have you learned yeah. from dealing with so many different cannabis brands on a regular basis? Oh, <laughs> um, it's interesting. Uh, we've learned that everyone has a different standard uh, as well as like their style of production. Mm -hmm. So whether it's uh, growers, you know, with the indoor versus outdoor versus greenhouse um, and light deprivation systems, topicals and tinctures that have different labs and um yeah it's easy for us to kind of see who will probably still be in the cannabis game if you will after mm -hmm. this big green rush yeah um it, it's it's very interesting that's a very neat position <laughs> but it's to be exciting in. yeah i can yeah imagine. yeah it's really cool <laughs> to see that big picture you know in, in that kind of way i think 
Um, so what would you say is your greatest challenge working in cannabis? Um, I would say breaking through the stigma mm -hmm. and being able to start a conversation. So often I'm out and people are interested. Oh, what do you do for a living? Mm -hmm. And for a long time, I used to lie about it or um, kind of sugarcoat it in certain ways and disguise it as just being, I'm in tech mm -hmm. or I'm in holistic care, mm -hmm. <laughs> which people kind of look at you sideways and just say, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, whereas now we really own it and we say, yeah, we're, we're a cannabis brand and we work in cannabis and we believe in this amazing medicine. And hey, if, if you think that you could benefit from this or if you're suffering, you know, for any reason, mm -hmm. there might be a potential product for you that could really help you. So right now you guys only are able to provide to California uh, medical marijuana patients, right? Yes. We are looking to switching over to recreational uh, next year as the regulations come out. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So do you have anything specific to promote or any calls to action? Um, I would just tell people to speak up and really speak from the heart. And if cannabis has positively affected your life and helped you in any way shape or form um i think it's our responsibility to be active and in in owning that and letting the letting the world know that this is not something to be scared of it is really amazing beautiful medicine from a beautiful plant and it can enhance your life truly awesome. and i know you have different types of subscription boxes so what would someone who is qualified to receive your box, what would they have to do to get signed up and part of the Absolutely. Lucky box Club? So you would go to luckyboxclub.com mm -hmm. and click sign up. In the process, it would ask you what your preferences are. For example, um, it will ask you if you like flowers or edibles or topicals or tinctures or extracts. And you will click on whichever applied to you or click the I don't know button and allow us to curate a box for you. Mm -hmm. And uh, it is somewhat of a questionnaire slash survey. Mm -hmm. And um, we really do customize it, whether you like indicas or sativas or hybrids or the dosage, um, et cetera. So for the complete newbie, mm -hmm. we do recommend our yummy box, which is only edibles and topicals and tinctures. Nice. And that really gives the non-smoker um, a way to experience cannabis in a way they haven't yet. And we're also developing a wellness box right now that will have strictly CBD products for the people who don't want to have the psychoactive awesome. THC um, present. That's very cool. I was just going to ask you that. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're all about CBD in my office. I have to say we've, we've done a few CBD dabs this morning already. <laughs> yes, me too. I mean, CBD is a life changer for real. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. And um, I hope that everyone who has the ability gets one of these lucky boxes. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much for the opportunity. We're really excited to share our product with the world. Awesome. Our next guest is Katie Pringle. Proud Canadian, Katie Pringle is the co-founder of three innovative businesses. Cannabis Communications and Marigold PR are service-based marketing, PR, and social media agencies. Candora 
Katie's Passion Project is a cannabis lifestyle online community and shop for elevated women. Candora is the new subscription box and lifestyle community for elevated women featuring curated accessories delivered three times a year. It is intended to provide discovery and delight and is discreetly packaged. Members will receive approximately $125 worth of curated products for $69.95. And Katie is offering a free shipping to new subscribers with the promo code 402-SHIP. So Katie... What inspired the creation of Candora, and what is it? So Candora is uh, elevated women, as we like to say, which uh, which means it's full of beautiful curated cannabis accessories for her. Um, and that idea really came from uh, work that we were already doing with some clients in the cannabis arena on the PR side of our business. And we really noticed a gap in the marketplace for women. And, um, you know, we're big on research. So we did some research and um, talked to some girls, um, both um, who enjoy recreationally and both, uh, you know, with uh, from a medical perspective. Mm-hmm. And we really solidified, you know, this idea um, that, um, you know, there's, there's an opportunity to engage these women. They have a real need for discretion and they really value you know, an opportunity to discover and try new products. And many of them hadn't, they'd never been part of the shopping experience. Um, they'd been using cannabis for years and it'd been um, through their partner or, or however. Um, so that's where it came from. So three times a year, November, March, July, 69.95 US, mm-hmm. uh, three times a year. And, uh, and we're rolling. So we're very excited. Awesome. And they get like the opportunity to experience some unique brands and accessories. And exactly. Like that. Yeah. Our, really we cool. are working with really great partners. So our launch box, we're working with Atmos. We have, um, we have a, actually a vaporizer in there, a dryer vape. Oil is not quite as common in Canada as it is. We're out of Toronto, um, but we do ship to Canada and the U.S. Nice. Um, yeah, so um, this one is really kind of focused on the smoker. We have got some feedback. People are interested um, in more kind of opportunities, but uh, this is where we're starting. And we've got that the jump vape in there. It's it's amazing for on the go. Um, we've got um, a shine twenty four karat pre rolled blunt wrapper, which is really fun for years party or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, a rolling pick, which is like the best tool you've ever heard of, um, and. <laughs> Yeah, um, and it's made by this couple out of Montreal. They're they're super great um, and they're artisans, so we're happy to support them. And then we've also got a piece of jewelry, so it's a really fun little box That's for sure. Really cool. And how does Thank one you. become a Candora ambassador? Yeah, so here is that. Yes, lots of people have been interested, which is awesome. And so our goal really is to build a big list of um, cannabis loving women. And, you know, present them from opportunities from time to time for, you know, cool contesting, VIP experiences and free stuff. So really simple. Just go to candora.com, C-A-N-N-D-O-R-A.com. And there's a form to fill out and we'll get a little bit more information about you and then, you know, get back to you really soon with, with some fun opportunities. So as a marketing specialist in the cannabis industry, what would you say the biggest mistake most cannabis entrepreneurs make when it comes to branding? Well, you know, I think it's interesting because, you know, cannabis is a, much of the industry is still in startup phase. And, you know, I I don't even know that it's necessarily a mistake, but people are wearing so many different hats sometimes. Right. Um, (laughs) Trying to get, trying to do everything. 
Um, so my, my biggest piece of advice is really, you know, really live your brand. So beyond your logo, beyond what you're, what you look like, mm-hmm. you know, who are, who's your audience? What are they looking for? Um, do some research and be consistent, you know, because like social provides such a great opportunity for cannabis brands and, you know, it's challenging sometimes, but yeah, it's, um, I think it's a little more difficult to find the, the, you know, the audience when it's like not necessarily, everyone isn't necessarily out yet. You know, I think that's a challenge. Definitely. Yeah. That is, and you know, um, content marketing performs so well. So, so that's another thing that speaks to living your brand. If you can write about, pertain to your arena and your um, your products, and if you can get some investors on board and mm-hmm. some people who authentically care about what you're doing, yeah. um, it's going to go really far. Yeah. Awesome. So, do you have any advice for women and femmes trying to enter the cannabis industry? I would say keep networking. Um, um, like yourself, we met so many amazing women um, through things like Women Grow, conferences, Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this, um, and even, you know, Twitter really still provides a great opportunity for one-to-one connections and Instagram is just insane right now. So, you know, it's um, just keep talking to people. I find everyone very approachable. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so which challenges do you face as a business owner that are specific to cannabis? Oh, totally the murky advertising restrictions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in any other sector, if you launch a brand, you throw a bunch of money at it and targeted advertising and it'll work for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I believe in that. And it's uh, it's challenging because, you know, uh, you know, Facebook doesn't approve our content, even though it isn't selling anything illegal, mm-hmm. um, but it's part of of their restrictions. And so I feel that because I understand that as a business owner and as a consultant for my clients, I can, you know, you keep practicing and see, you see what's out there. And, and that's why content marketing is pretty important because you have a chance to be an advocate or to take a position. Mm-hmm. Um, you just can't. Product. <laughs> yeah. No problem. Right. Right. I know <laughs> it's, it's very difficult. That's for sure. Yeah, for um, sure. Do you have anything specific to promote or any calls to action? Totally. We would love everyone to visit candor.com. Have a look at our holiday box. Um, we think it's probably the greatest gift ever for the ganja girl in your life. Mm-hmm. So if, uh, um, and then, you know, follow us on social at Candora Club. We're doing some fun things. Um, and again, yeah, check out the influencer opportunities. Um, lots of fun stuff coming down the pipe. That's very cool. I really appreciate you taking your time with us today. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Your Highness Podcast, brought to you by Cannabis Women's Alliance and Good Vibes Marketing Agency. The Cannabis Women's Alliance was founded to bring community, guidance, and inspiration to women working in the cannabis industry. Good Vibes Marketing Agency is a digital marketing agency that creates organic content for organic solutions. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at yourhighnesspodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like to inquire about sponsorship opportunities, you can email us at yourhighnesspodcast at gmail.com.